0: Hello and welcome, this is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 106, verses 1-12. through Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord because He is good, because His faithful love lasts forever. Who could possibly repeat all of the Lord's mighty acts, or publicly recount all His praise? The people who uphold justice, who always do what is right, are truly happy. Remember me, Lord, with the favor you show your people. Visit me with your saving help so I can experience the good things your chosen ones experience, so I can rejoice in the joy of your nation, so I can praise along with your possession. We have sinned right along with our ancestors. We've done what is wrong. We've acted wickedly. Our ancestors in Egypt didn't understand your wondrous works. They didn't remember how much faithful love you have. So they rebelled by the sea, at the Reed Sea. But God saved them for the sake of his good name, to make known his mighty power. God scolded the Reed Sea and it dried right up. He led them through the deeps like they were a dry desert. God saved them from hostile powers. He redeemed them from the power of the enemy. But the waters covered over their foes. Not one of them survived. So our ancestors trusted God's words. They sang God's praises. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2nd Samuel chapter 17 verse 24 through chapter 18 verse 8. David had reached Mahanaim by the time Absalom and all the Israelites who were with him crossed the Jordan River. Absalom had put Amasa in charge of the army instead of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra, an Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, who was Nahash's daughter and the sister of Zeruiah, Joab's mother. Israel and Absalom camped in the territory of Gilead. When David arrived at Mahanaim, Nahash's son Shobi, who was from Rabbah of the Ammonites, Amiel's son Makir, who was from Lodabar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite from Ragalim, brought couches, basins, and pottery along with wheat, barley, flour, roasted grains, beans, lentils, honey, curds, sheep, and cheese from the herd so that David and the troops who were with him could eat. They said the troops have grown hungry, tired, and thirsty in the wilderness. Then David gathered the troops who were with him and appointed unit commanders over thousands and hundreds. David sent out the army, a third under Joab's command, a third under the command of Abishai, Zerui's son and a third under the command of Ittai the Gittite. The king told the troops, I will march out with you myself. But the troops replied, No, you must not march out. If we flee, they won't care about us. Even if half of us die, they won't care about us. But you are worth 10,000 of us. It is much better if you support us from the city. The king said to them, I will do whatever you think is best. So the king stood beside the gate, as all the troops marched out by hundreds and thousands. The king gave gave orders to Joab, Abishai, and Ittai, For my sake, protect my boy Absalom. All the troops heard what the king ordered regarding Absalom to all the commanders. So the troops marched into the field to meet the Israelites. The battle was fought in the Ephraim forest. The army of Israel was defeated there by David's soldiers, a great slaughter of 20,000 men took place that day. The battle spread out over the entire countryside, and the forest devoured more so- soldiers than the sword that day. Today's New Testament reading comes from Acts 22, verse 30, through 23, verse 11. The commander still wanted to know the truth about why Paul was being accused by the Jews. Therefore, the next day, he ordered the chief priests and the entire Jerusalem council to assemble. Then he took Paul out of prison and had him stand before them. Paul stared at the council and said, Brothers, I have lived my life with an altogether clear conscience right up to this very day. The high priest Ananias ordered those standing beside Paul to strike him in the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God is about to strike you, you whitewashed wall. You sit and judge me according to the law, yet disobey the law by ordering that I be struck. Those standing near him asked, You dare to insult God's high priest? Paul replied, Brothers, I wasn't aware that he was the high priest. It is written you will not speak evil about a ruler of your people. Knowing that some of them were Sadducees and the others Pharisees, Paul exclaimed in the council, Brothers, I'm a Pharisee and a descendant of a Pharisee, I am on trial because of my hope in the resurrection of the dead. These words aroused a dispute between the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. This is because Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, angel, or spirit, but Pharisees affirm them all. Council members were shouting loudly. Some Pharisees who were legal experts stood up and insisted forcefully, We find nothing wrong with this man. What if a spirit or angel has spoken to him? The dispute became so heated that the commander feared they might tear Paul to pieces. He ordered soldiers to go down and remove him by force from their midst. Then they took him back to the military headquarters. The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, Be encouraged. Just as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so too you must testify in Rome." Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, verses 12 through 25. The next day after leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. From far away, he noticed a fig tree and leaf, so he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing except leaves, since it wasn't the season for figs. So he said to it, No one will ever again eat your fruit. His disciples heard this. They came into Jerusalem. After entering the temple, he threw out those who were selling and buying there. He pushed over the tables used for currency exchange and the chairs of those who sold doves. He didn't allow anyone to carry anything through the temple. He taught them, hasn't it been written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you've turned it into a hideout for crooks. The chief priests and legal experts heard this and tried to find a way to destroy him. They regarded him as dangerous because the whole crowd was enthralled at his teaching. When it was evening, Jesus and his disciples went outside the city. Early in the morning, as Jesus and his disciples were walking along, they saw the fig tree withered up from the root up. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look how the fig tree you cursed has dried up. Jesus responded to them, Have faith in God. I assure you that whoever says to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and doesn't waver, but believes that what he says will really happen, it will happen. Therefore I say to you, whatever you pray and ask for, believe that you will receive it, and it will be so for you. And whenever you stand up to pray, if you have something against anyone, forgive, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your wrongdoings.
1: Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the same. more abundant and free we turn our eyes we turn our eyes see the darkness bow to light and we will rise yes we will rise Though death into life everlasting, he passed and we follow him there, and over In the light of his glory and grace. In the light of his glory and grace. We turn our eyes, we turn our eyes. See the door. word shall not fail you. He promised. Believe him and all Perfect salvation to tell.
0: The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth In the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you wherever you're joining with us to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. in the power, in the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from the end of Psalm 106. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, from forever ago to forever from now, and let all the people say amen. Praise the Lord. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was We Turn Our Eyes, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels.